0: hello guys welcome to episode number three of the yes libertarian free market podcast at the console Massimiliano muccini from italy my fundamental purpose is to explain as simply as, as i can the concept of liberty and what do includes or excludes at first if you have deep in the heart your freedom it's mathematically proven that you are against all kinds of dictatorial regime If it has an implication like communist regime, for example, PRC, popular Republic of China, North Korea, Cuba, Venezuela, Vietnam, ex-USSR, and what else It's connected to the communist parties. uh, Communism was founded in um, the 1903 on the majority wing of the Bolsheviks, split by the existing PSODR, the Russian Laborer Social Democratic Party. Uh, His ideologist was Lenin, and this party was the leading actor of the revolution of October 1917, where they overthrew the PSODR and the Tsarist regime. In 1918, the CPSU, Communist Russian Party, was founded by Lenin. Beware. In in, uh, 1924, Lenin died, and this place was taken by Mr. Josefa Stalin, one of the most bloodthirsty military and politician in the 20th century, leader of Cheka and then KGB secret services. According to the political platform of the Comintern, Comintern means Communist International Working Men Association, founded in 1919 by Lenin. Stalin was the natural successor, but but also the the biggest author uh, of genocide against his population. Communist parties were built to fight against the middle class, in simple words, the producer or manufacturer, Capitalist, as per Marxist culture, against the entrepreneur, because their idea was that uh, they took advantages by proletarian laborer, and they didn't want to divide the profit with their employees. All properties were to be sized. To remember, the Comintern was intended to be the leading revolution world party and dominated with their insane, destructive principles that have brought to poverty, famine and extermination of its different populations on extended areas like the USSR. With the ample campaign called uh, the Great terror, Stalin incarcerated more than 12 million people opponents of regime, intellectuals, farmers, etc. Stalin introduced in the early 20s the entire economic planning, but you know, no one could decide prices, stocks, quantities of purchasing or selling products. The law of supply and demand is universal and you can't dominate it. In fact, the collectivization began in 1929 with its quinquennial planning in the agricultural sector, that is, the whole resetting of the private properties delivered to the to famine and death of more than 7.5 million people. With the minimal price forced by the Central Communist Bureau, no one could realize profits to support his family and the hardest worker of the farmers. By beginning uh, in uh, 29 until uh, 1940, the agricultural sector was down in a very deep economic crisis, caused civil chaos, destroy of harvest, death of cattle, starvation. But the collectivization didn't measure only the farmers. But rather included demolition of churches, icons, and detention of priests. A global terror based on public, I mean, oligarchy, collectivization, where a dictator and his oligarchies decided for his population what should they do. For example, refuse the god, refuse the church refused the property, refused to save money because the unmatched goal was to fight capitalism and give all the power to the Central Moscow Bureau, Politburo. If you were a reactionary, there was already a perfect criminal system of the forced labor camps, also to imprisonate and torture, uh, called Gulag by means of repression of opponents. The Gulag, a concentration camp, was situated in the frozen Siberian steppe, as similar as the most famous lager of Nazi regime. One word was repeated by the Pravda, the official media of the USSR, for years and years. Here, in USSR, we have the paradise, and you live in it. Instead, in western counties, you'll find the hell. With a communist regime, all the workers can make a job for hours and hours, or for a few hours, and they got the same salary. They are no motivation to work more or better, because it uh, fed competition between the private industry. There was only a manufacturer called the state. The worst is that many, many Western intellectuals, as much as economists, singers, actors, uh, I would say the elite, that is, intelligent people that they didn't want to mix with the coarse population, supported the communist, the communist regime, and slaughtered against its population, environment, and so on. They celebrated the inexistent reforms and in the great Soviet economy. Late in 1991, we will see, USSR collapsed as a sand castle. One of the economists was a Nobel Prize awarded. I'm talking about Harvard professor, Mr. Paul Samuelson, who magnified the Soviet emperor and growth of his economy. And today is there one more time to magnify the socialist system of Venezuela and the leadership of two dictators as Hugo Chavez and Maduro. My friends, do you think that with an inflation 1,728,000% the population live in abundance and well-being? No, the history is another. And in this year, you could assist in Venezuela country, there is a video on Twitter, to the real helicopter money. This helicopter money, so dear to the president of Fed, Central Bank, Mr. Bernanke, he made in form of quantitative easing. They throw over the population the fiat money, legal currency, called Bolivar, practically West paper or if you prefer, toilet print. And what means of subsistence do the Venezuelan have? Guess it. Bitcoin and crypto values. But uh, okay, we will talk uh, again about them uh, in another episode. So you see, the communists want for everybody justice, they execute you and egalitarianism. And for sure, it takes you and your family directly to the poverty. I five! You understand that actions, well-being, wealth, economy were at zero. Only words. Because the intellectuals were fascinated and also it occurs today as I told you. The Soviet system built a parallel life for these undemocratics called intellectuals. They were invited in fixed periods into the best hotels and they got all the comfort as perfectly as in the Western countries. But the reality for the population was another, the worst opposite. Remember, when the wall in East Berlin fell down, remember also the famous Berlin Wall speech held on June 12, 1987, when then U.S. President Ronald Reagan delivered to the General Secretary of the Communist Party of the Soviet Union, Michael Gorbachev, these words, tear down that wall, Mr. Gorbachev, tear down that wall, Mr. Gorbachev, in order to open the Berlin Wall, which had separated West and East Berlin since 1961. So the Eastern people discovered the real paradise at West, and not in the East area, the ancient Warsawian treat. If you don't know, I will I, I, I will invite you to search on the World Wide Web the pictures of East Berlin. Or if you know, I remember, like me, the few picture of the city. It was sad, faint, gray, as the bureaucrats and the system. Then the nuclear tragedy and disaster occurred in 1986 by Chernobyl is the greatest testimonial, unfortunately for all of us, to the end of the Soviet emperor. This was the biggest outcome of the USSR. I want to say many compliments to communists and those who believe even now to such ideologies. Today, we live in nation where physical violence is not a practice, practice, uh, but they hide uh, 20 persons in all media channels as TV, radio, and printed papers. This is a soft form of communism, socialism, that is not less aggressive compared to the communism. You know also by the recent pandemic state of COVID-19, what is the relationship between COVID-19 and prediction in the George Orwell's book 1984? You can see with your with your eyes. Yes, it all comes back onto the socialism. You can see an ideal bridge to communism and socialism when you think about the greatest tragedy impressed in the free minds, about the attack to the twin towers in New York. You can remember if you are a young man in age of 50s the famous books written by our well-known female italian author Oriana fallaci the rage on the pride the force of reason and so on italian mass media forbade her to participate to tv radio transmissions or to write articles on the printed papers or news magazine practically a real ostracism to a freedom person because she had no hair on his tongue my friend this is socialism the natural substitute of communism and it continues to bring poverty and to push you to spend money not to save it for your future future and those of your sons they want to steal the future of all young generation with welfare state, with quantitative easing, with inflation, with taxes and control account movements, today with the fables on anti money laundering or suspect of terrorism, already applied also to the crypto values exchanges. This is the fucking socialist, my friends. I have no absolute truth in my bag, but I have liberty in my head. And remember, never let your guard down. Thank you for listening. I hope you try to keep the flame burning of freedom. Stay tuned to the next episode and keep in touch. Ciao from Italy.